Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This way, ladies and gentlemen. Step this way to gaze upon an exhibit absolutely unparalleled in the realms of showmanship. A show where a nerd fits in. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to this episode number 1042. Right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one thing! Hi there, I am your host, Patrick Riley. Look at that red mouth, those burning eyes. You, you hideous, you beast, you monster, you, you are the devil. Yes, you hate me, though I've done nothing wrong. You hate me, don't you? That's right, I am the one they hate, and the one they like is right next to me. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. Kimmy, I feel like I have stepped, well, I have stepped into a different dimension. You're traveling to another dimension. Dimension not only of sight and sound, but mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are only that of the imagination. Yes, I have entered into the Twilight Zone or into a different uh, universe entirely, multiverse kind of thing, because something happened before sitting down for the Riley and Kimmy show episode, this uh, 1042. One thing, we are recording this at a very delayed time for us. It's very, very early in the morning on Thursday morning when it's being recorded. Kimmy has not had a nap, so this should be an interesting episode because Kimmy has been up all Wednesday night watching something on television, and she has been singing Non-stop for a long period of time. Kimmy, what? what? What's going on? What are you singing? Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? Cubs are going to win today. I actually saw Kimmy doing the Snoopy dance, and <laughs> and uh, she, she is quite happy. And, yeah, 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 Kimmy, did you ever think you would see the Chicago Cubs win the World Series? Well... Yeah, I, there was always hope. There, there's always been hope. This was, this was some game. I mean, this is. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing this to myself? I mean, game seven, extra innings, rain delay, torture, torture. But it was uh, worth it. I was in the studio, had the studio door open because we we're letting the fur kids run about, and I'm hearing from another part of the bat cave. All kinds of noises going on. <sighs> Sometimes hoots, hollers, and groans. Yes, it was an interesting evening. I was prepared to be crushed. Well, you are not crushed. Matter of fact, 
If you're out and about where Kimmy is on this Thursday, uh, she's going to be wearing a cubby attire. I yes, know. Yes. <laughs> I got my cubby shirt ready to go. All right. And I hope I hope you're bright eyed and bushy tailed for Thursday. Oh, yeah. I got to get up in a couple hours. Uh, who needs sleep? Kimmy? Yeah. Come on. Join my world. Who needs sleep? Just stay with us on this day. OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by the way, this episode of the Riley and Kimmy show is being brought to you by the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention happening on Sunday, November 13th. It's just a, a, a few days away. Be sure to join the Riley and Kimmy show at this fun nerd event. Big thank you going out to Tom Raup. And Jake Bates, the show promoters for inviting us to this event. And entertainment, some of the entertainment being provided by Phantasmagoria Orlando. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fantastic. Door prizes going on. I have no idea what the promoters are giving us to give away. But we will be there, so please stop on by. This is a fun family environment. This is something... Uh, for all ages and all forms of collecting. You don't just have to be into comic books. There are some comic book shows in which that's is yeah, they, they still exist. That that's all they have is comic books. This is comic books, toys, and other memorabilia. You including autographs. There's an autograph expert there, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. AW Autographs. Uncle yes. Al is there, a very good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. You want to check out his stuff. You're gonna go, oh wow. Yes. And plenty of other collectibles there as well. Art, artists, comic book artists, comic book creators, just a ton of them there. We have links to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. I can't wait. Can you? No. November 13th. Mark it down. Tell your friends. If you are in Florida coming in for maybe a, a vacation or for whatever reason, maybe you reside here. This is very easy to get to. It's real close to Orlando, close to Jacksonville. Close to other parts, up and down I-95. Mm-hmm. You want to go to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Very nice facility, too. This this is a very nice it is. area, an arena that's in free parking. Yes. You can't beat that, right, Kimmy? You can't. No. And friendly people, by the way. Mm-hmm. The, the, the support crew with the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, very, very nice, very friendly. So bring your family out. Check things out. If you've never been to this before, make it the very first time. You know what? You might find that special holiday gift ahead of time. You might not even have to go out during that big rush that happens right around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You can actually beat all that. Yeah, by you, can, ju- you can find stuff there you can't find in the stores, vintage toys and posters and things. It's yes. going to be great. Perfect holiday gift shopping mm-hmm. time. That's the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Links right on our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. Kimmy, I'm I'm kind of curious if on this episode if you're going to be able to play Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia. I'll try. All right. Coming up, Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia. Let's see how Kimmy does. That's on the way here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Sometimes even good girls and boys are left off Santa's list. With all the blessings and bounty of Christmas... There still doesn't seem to be enough to go around. This year, make a place on your list and in your heart for a child you don't even know. Donate a new unwrapped toy to the Marine Corps Reserve. Toys for Tots. If you're in Central Florida, please help out Toys for Tots at Comic Central in Sanford, Florida. They'll be kicking off the Toys for Tots drive on November 19th. And word from Comic Central is the Orlando Toy and Comic Con is helping out this kickoff date. They will be uh, donating tickets. That's right, Kimmy. 
They're giving tickets to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Here is the deal. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con will be giving away 100 free tickets to the first 100 persons who show up with a brand new toy, a brand new unwrapped toy that they donate to the Toys for Tots drive at Comic Central in Sanford. There's going to there's uh, just an amazing uh, lineup of guests already for that. Yes, huge list of guests, comic book creators, including a special guest to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con we revealed on episode 1041. Also, a video interview we had from a previous event uh, that we talked to this guest, and that is Tug the Bull Terrier Puffy. Mm-hmm. Truly a superhero among us. Yes. And if you like to check out Tug, find out more, check uh, Tug out on our Facebook page. And you find also uh, more information about Tug on our website. We have all Tug's links right at RileyandKimmy.com. So please check out Comic Central for this big kickoff that's happening in Sanford, Florida on Saturday, November 19th. And by the way, that just happens to be a national comic book event. It is a local comic shop day that's going on throughout comic book stores throughout the country. So find your participating comic book uh, store. You can find a link to comic book stores right on our website, a comic book shop uh, locator at our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And by the way, also going in conjunction with the Toys for Tots drive with Comic Central is a customer appreciation day that's going to be going on, Kimmy. Yeah? Yeah, they got sidewalk sales going to be happening. And let's see, local artists will be there as well. Humphrey Ching is one of the guest artists. Chris Butler and others will be there as well. Awesome. And join the fun. All starting at noon. And we'll be there. Yes, that is true. Sam, the manager, and Tyson, the owner, invited the Riley and Kimmy show to this event, which is happening on Saturday, November 19th. Mm -hmm. We would love to meet you. By the way, costumers are welcome. Cosplayers, please come on out and help celebrate and also help Toys for Tots. And by the way, Toys for Tots is also having drives throughout the country, throughout the United States. That kicks off as well. So please check out your area. Check out where you can help Toys for Tots. Bring in Bring an unwrapped brand new toy and help a child this holiday season. And you can find links to Toys for Tots right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Kimmy, I know you're rested up, ready to go. Well, I, I hope you still have a voice because you've been singing for a long time. It's time for Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia. It is a November 3rd. I thought we were going to see snow at that World Series, by the way. Actually, I think it was pretty warm at the game tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was raining, wasn't it? And it was raining. Yeah. yeah. No well, Chicago, I expect snow by now. It's supposed to snow around Halloween. Yeah. It was, <laughs> well, it was in Ohio. Well, I know, but I thought there was going to be snow. I said in this World Series, not this, ah. this game tonight. I meant mm -hmm. during, during the series itself. All right, Gimme, it is a November 3rd, a Thursday. We're moving to the Almanac. We're going to be asking you questions all over the thing. We've mixed it up. It's a Quantum Leap kind of uh, episode of the Nerd Trivia. Timey-wimey thing going on. The time tunnel we're flying down through. Who knows what year we're going to be asking you something from. Our very first one moves into the world of movies, Kimmy. Let, uh, here's the question. Now, this, I'm going to, so I'm not accused of asking you a trick question. Listen carefully here. 
this movie made its first debut on this date in history. First appeared in movie theaters on this date in history. Give me the year and identify the movie just with this audio clue that it made its debut. It was the first time audiences heard this on this date in history. All right, the question is, what year? 1950? Mm, you're in the right decade. 1954. That is correct. Now, someone's out there screaming, oh, no, it's 1956. It's 1956 that it was released in the United States. It was released first in Japan. Kimmy was right, 1954. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, it's alive. A gigantic beast stalking the earth, crushing all before it in a cyclonic cavalcade of electrifying horror, raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Incredible titan of terror. Wiping out a city of six million in a holocaust of flame. Jet planes cannot destroy it. Bombs cannot kill it. All modern weapons fail. Is this the end of our civilization? Can the scientists of the world find a way to stop this creature? For the answer, see Godzilla, King of the Monsters. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. A tale to stun the mind. More fantastic than any ever written by Jules Verne. More terrifying than any ever shown on the screen. Awesome. Incredible. Unbelievable. A story beyond your wildest dreams. Dynamic violence. Savage action. Spectacular thrills. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Fantastic beyond comprehension. Gripping beyond compare. Astounding beyond belief. The mightiest monster of them all. See Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Well, I think that's going to be a big movie, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's from 1956, the uh, U.S theatrical trailer <laughs> and they, they were hyping that one up that's for sure yeah uh, godzilla we're actually uh, dedicating that throwback thursday moment to cliff of cliff's books and deland one of the biggest largest uh, just a gigantic fan for godzilla uh he, as a matter of fact he, he likes gamera like i do too mm-hmm. uh, be sure to visit cliff's books if you're in downtown deland anytime you'll never know what you will find he has he has the comic books but he also has a ton of books and collectibles as well. And he usually has some Godzilla figures. Yes, he does. And I've been tempted on a few things. Matter of fact, I need to stop by and visit my good friend Cliff. He's got some things uh, for me to look at. So be sure to check him out if you are in downtown Deland. And Deland is located really close to Orlando, in between Orlando and Daytona Beach, basically. Kimmy, back to the Almanac on this date in history. I'll give you the year. We're going to ask you an art question. You're going to have some of our art friends yelling at you, sort of like Humphrey Ching, and maybe even artists like uh, Chris Butler might be, well, he's kind of nice. He won't yell. Humphrey isn't the nice one. He'll yell. Mm. And, and maybe some other artist friends like, oh, uh, you know, some that we know that, that paint and things like that. They might go, Kimmy, you need to know this one. Kimmy, it was on this date, 1507. A certain artist was commissioned by the husband who wanted his wife to be painted. Now, the work became known as the Mona Lisa. Tell me the name of that artist. Who painted that? Rembrandt. Wrong. Now, this person, 
The first name is part of one of the turtles, the Teenage Mutant Michelangelo. Ninja. Michelangelo. This person is one name of one of the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Michelangelo. It's not that one. I don't know. Leonardo da Vinci. Ah. So on this date, 1507. Give me back to that almanac because you love the almanac, especially when it moves into certain history questions. On this date, Kimmy, he became, he was elected the second United States president. Tell me who he is. John Adams. That's correct. 1796, that happened. Kimmy, it was on this date in history, the first automobile show happened. Now, it opened in New York's Madison Square Garden. When would that be? What year would that be? When did that happen? 1920. You're 20 years off. It was 1900. That it happened. It was on this date, the Chevrolet Motor Car Company was founded. 1911. It was on this date, 1952, frozen bread was offered for sale for the first time in a supermarket. Have you ever purchased frozen bread? No. Have you ever have you ever noticed frozen bread being purchased? Is that something I could find today? Matter of fact, when I finish with this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show, I'm going out on a uh, supply run. Will I be able to find that? In the store. Frozen bread. I don't know. I well, don't know. Okay, moving over to the Almanac. Something else happening on this date in history, Kimmy. It was 1953. Baseball moment for you. The Rules Committee of Organized Baseball restored the sacrifice fly. The rule had not been used since 1939. Mm-hmm. Thought we'd add that because of, you know, the world series. Yeah. It was on this date, give me 1972, James Taylor and his musician wife, a singer, were married. Do you know who that was that he married? Carly Simon. How did you know that? I just knew that. How did you know that? Because I like Carly Simon. Well, uh, yeah, but how did you know James Taylor married Carly Simon? I just knew that. Well, they separated in 1982 and were divorced later on. How did you get that? I thought we'd throw you with that one. It was on this date, Kimmy, 1973, the United States launched Mariner 10 spacecraft on March 29, 1974. It became the first spacecraft to reach a planet. This planet, what planet was it? Mars. No. Venus. No. It's the forgotten planet closest to the sun. Mercury. <laughs> That's right. It's Mercury on this date, 1973. So on this date, Kimmy, Good Morning America premiered on ABC TV. Give me the year. 1970. No. 1980. 1975. You got it in between. You know, you, you, you tried to narrow it down there. 1975, Good Morning America premiered. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Did you watch it during the uh, David Hartman years? Sure. No, oh, you did. I never did. I just didn't. I remember seeing it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're probably going to bed. Didn't set the clock for well, it. Well, you're probably going to sleep the time it came on. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the one with the vampire hours. I, I was. It was on this date, 1977, during a concert in London, Elton John announced that he was retiring from live performances. That was really? in 1977. He resumed touring February 3rd, 1979 in Sweden. Okay. Political history trivia question. Listen carefully, Kimmy. It was on this date. I'll give you the year, 1998. I will give you the state. Minnesota elects a former pro wrestler as governor. Who is it? Jesse Ventura. Yes, Jesse, the body Ventura. Moving over to something else happening on this date in history in 2005. 
Walt Disney Pictures released Chicken Little. Now, it was the first Disney film completely created with computer animation. So on this date, 2014, in New York City, one World Trade Center opened for business. Moving over to celebrity birthdays. I'll give you the clue here, Kimmy. You tell me who this is. Now, he passed away at the age of 81 in 2003. His acting career went for a long period of time. Matter of fact, made his debut, if you have a sharp, well, not debut, but notability a little bit, one of his early roles in the House of Wax as Vincent Price's mute henchman, Igor. But he is known for the original The Mechanic, opposite Jan Michael Vincent and the Death Wish series. Who is he? Charles Bronson. Yes, Charles Bronson. Moving over to this individual, Ken Berry. Having a birthday today. How old is Ken Berry? 86. Close. 83. Known for F Troop, the Andy Griffith Show spinoff, you know, Mayberry RFD. Carol Burnett Show spinoff, Mama's Family, which is one of your favorites, right? Mm, Did no. you watch any of those things he was ever on? Sure. F Troop? No. Okay. Mayberry RFD? No. Then what'd you watch him on? Uh, you said Carol Burnett, right? Well, he was on this spinoff. Oh. He might have been on the show as a guest from time to time. I'm not sure about that. Michael Evans, born on this date, actor, passed away in 2006 at the age of 57, best known for his recurring role as Lionel Jefferson on what two TV shows? One was a spinoff. Uh, the Jeffersons and All in the Family. That is correct. And he played Lionel. He was he he played most of his career. He had to take time off from it because he was co-creator of a show called Good Times. Mm. And you know the little kid that played Michael, the name Michael Evans. The mm. the he was named after Michael Evans, the actor. The mm. character's role it was was named after him. Larry Holmes having a birthday today. Do you know what he's known for? What sport he is known for? No. All right, professional boxer competed from 1973 to 2002. He is 67. Roseanne Barr having a birthday. How old is Roseanne today? 60. She is 64 today. See if you can identify who this is. Best known for her portrayals in the movie Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And during the production of that film, she met and married somebody kind of famous. Steven Spielberg. Who is she? Um, can't think of her name. She's a blonde. I, I, I can't think of her name. Kate Capshaw. Yep. How old is Kate Capshaw today? Uh, 57. She is 63. Next question for you, Kimmy. He's a radio talk show host. You probably don't know him as that, but he is. He's an actor, comedian, and, oh, really known for Saturday Night Live back in the 80s. As a matter of fact, till now, some consider him the best on Saturday Night Live for Weekend Update. He's been voted as that before. Do you know who I'm referring to here? Mm -mm. He's referred to as one of the top 100 greatest stand-up comedians of all time. His name is Dennis Miller. Can you tell me how old Dennis Miller is today? Mm. Uh, 59. He is 63 today. This musician having a birthday today, big hit, it was on radios everywhere, was Goody Two-Shoes. Can you tell me who he is and how Adam old he Ant? is? That's right. Adam Ant. How old is Adam Ant today? 63. Everybody else is. What? 
A whole bunch of them have been 63, so I'm going to say 63. He's 62, Kimmy. Oh, so <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, moving over. See if you can identify who this is. He was a bodyguard and then became bodyguard and romantic interest boyfriend to singer Grace Jones. Then had a small debut, film debut, in a James Bond movie with her. Do you know the movie? No. A View to a Kill. And then he had his breakout in a certain boxing movie called Rocky IV. Can you name him yet? No. He's a big, big blonde guy. <laughs> yeah. okay. I can't think of his name. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. And he also appeared as uh, He-Man in the 1987 film Masters of the Universe. And he played Frank Castle in the 1989 film The Punisher. How old is Dolph Lundgren today. 65. He is 59. Wrapping up the celebrity birthdays for today and notables, Kendall Nicole Jenner having a birthday. How old is she? 30. Kendall Nicole Jenner. 27. You know who she is, right? She's one of the Kardashian clan. All right. She is 21 years old today. Moving over to desk, Kimmy. Here we go. She is known as an American sharpshooter and exhibition shooter. She traveled with the Buffalo Bill Wild West show at a very early age. Phenomenal shooting skills. Did things. They would actually throw cards up in the air, and she would put holes in them in the air as they were spinning. She, I mean, it was just amazing feat of shooting skill. Who is that mystery person? Annie Oakley. That is correct. She died at the age of 66 in 1926. He is the co-creator of Batman. Tell me, it's you're gonna you got one or two. Bob Finger. No. Bob Bill, Kane. Bill Finger. Uh, what's the other answer? Bob Kane. That's correct. Bob Kane passed away on this date. Can you give me the year he passed away? Um. You know. Nineteen ninety-two. You're cl- you're six years off. I was going to give you an extra clue, but nineteen ninety-eight. He was inducted into the comic book industry's Jack Kirby Hall of Fame in 1994 and into the Will Eisner Comic Book Hall of Fame in 1996. The year is 2002. Jonathan Harris passed away. Actor, died at the age of 87, known as Zachary Smith, Dr. Smith, on Lost in Space. Also, he did a ton of voiceover work, provided the voice of Manny, a praying mantis in the animated feature A Bug's Life. Remember that movie? Mm Mm-hmm. And he was also the voiceover for the Cylon character Lucifer in the original Battlestar Galactica series. I loved him as Lucifer. It was just great. Great, mm-hmm. great, great read. And he also did some Saturday morning kids shows like Space Academy and Uncle Croc's Block in the mid-1970s. That is Jonathan Harris, who we lost on this date in 2002. I thought we would spotlight someone from the Almanac today. Going back in time to the golden age of radio. Radio was new. Radio, someone still loves you. And that's O'Reilly and Kimmy Show. Anytime we can go back in time to the golden age of radio, we take that opportunity. And we're going to do that right now by focusing on Annie Oakley. A lot of examples of Annie Oakley in film and books and even comic books, too, by the way. And also the Golden Age of Radio. And I thought we'd focus on one going back to 1941, just simply titled Annie Oakley, because of 
the guest star. The person who, well, not guest star, the person who is starring as Annie Oakley. It is Agnes Moorhead. Kimmy, what TV show of the 1960s and into the 1970s was she known for? Bewitched. As what character? Endora. Yes. And she was one of the most sought after radio actresses in the golden age of radio. Beautiful work she does. And this is a fine example of it. And by the way, be listening because if you have a good ear, Bud Collier is in this. He's doing some announcing and some other voice work. He is the voice of Superman in the animated cartoon of the 1940s of Superman. Also in the 1966 new Superman Adventures of Superman and on radio in the 1940s. So this is really kind of cool. You got these two together. Here's Annie Oakley, 1941, starring Agnes Moorhead on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Dark County, Ohio, the year 1874. The clearing before a log cabin in a wooded valley. Joe, hold your fire a minute. Someone's coming out of the timber there. What's well, a gal, Ma? All done up in shooting gear. Howdy, Mr. Jones. Howdy, ma'am. Why, Danny Mosey, growed up already. Annie Oakley now, ma'am. I took my ma's name after Pa died, and she went away. Been out shooting myself some supper. Huh. Nothing to shoot in these parts, except in that chicken hawk up there. Trying for a week to bring him down. That ain't so high. Stand back so as I can swing, will you? Thanks. You got him. With one shot. <laughs> Wish getting game was as easy as that. Game? Oh, help me get this kid on down, Mr. Shaw. Sure. <laughs> Here. Here you are, ma'am. Partridges. Six partridges. You're welcome to them. I shot them on your property. Tomorrow I'll scare up some quail if you'd like me to. Say, Annie, why don't you stay a spell with us? Well, I'm not much good around the house, ma'am. Oh, don't you worry your head over that, Annie. Just you get the game. I'll cook it. Joe. Yes, Ma. Annie can't do her best shooting with this rusty old gun of hern. How about you trading yours for it? Well, guess so, Ma. Oh, I hate to take your new gun, Mr. Shaw. The Lord himself sent you to us, Annie Oakley. I'm not one to slow up the Lord's work. Neither is my husband. think about anything but guns and shooting? Not right now. I got my reasons, Elmer. They're fixing to run a stagecoach past our house straight to Cincinnati. What's that got to do with us, Annie? Hotels in Cincinnati are buying game as much as they can get. Well, I don't see what... I want to help Mr. and Mrs. Shaw pay the mortgage on this place before I move on. Annie, listen. I'm getting a part interest in the general store over at the Forks, and railroad's coming through that way pretty soon, and... I was thinking, well, why don't you marry me? Because, well, we just don't think alike, Elmer. Maybe I'll never find a man that thinks the way I do. But if I do, there won't be any doubt in my mind. That'll be the man. (laughs) 
crowd come out for your little shooting match, huh, Mr. Butler? Yeah, they must be expecting to see something from one of us. <laughs> Say, who's that girl over there? Where? Why, over, over there, looking at the traps. Oh, that's Annie Oakley, when you're going to shoot again. What? Oh, Mrs. Shaw, Annie. Morning, Mr. Biddle. How do, Mr. Biddle? It's Frank Butler, the man you're going to shoot against, Annie. Pleased to meet you, ladies. Same to you. Likewise. Well, I hear you're quite a crack shot, Miss Oakley. Haven't Mr. Burden quite a while to tell you the truth, Mr. Butler. Hmm. Did you know that Mr. Biddle here put up $100 on you? I told him that he should put up more, but he said that was enough. Said you were pretty good, too. I see. Well, <laughs> well, if you folks are ready, we might as well begin. You understand the rules, Annie? I reckon I do. You'll fire by turns, 25 rounds. When you say pull, the bird will be released. If you hit, the referee will holler dead. If you miss, he'll holler lost. That's your understanding, Mr. Butler? That's right. Yeah. All right, I'll just say a word to the crowd here. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the contest is about to begin. A match of 25 rounds. On the left, that sensational young marksman of the professional team of Butler and Company, Frank E. Butler. Yeah. On the right, on the right, a young lady known to some of you, but unknown to most, Annie Oakley. Ready, referee? Ready here. All right, Mr. Butler. Pull. Dead. Pull. Dead. Pull. something. I don't know whether it's an apology or a thanks for a shooting lesson. You were just a mite unlucky, Mr. Butler. <laughs> I'm a showman. I know luck when I see it. Say, uh, how would you and your ma like to see my show this afternoon? Why, we'd be right pleased to, wouldn't we, ma? We surely would. You won't see any better shooting than yours, but you'll see some a little different. Here, here are a couple of tickets. My, pretty things, ain't they? What are all those holes in them for? Oh, that's just to show they're complimentary free of charge. Oh, I thought there was bullet holes. No, no, they're just punch holes, not bullet holes, not Annie Oakley. <laughs> yeah, sure you'll come? I've never been in a real theater before, Mr. Butler. I wouldn't miss it for all the world. Wherever you see Mr. Butler, man. Uh, right through here. Oh, come in, Miss Annie. Mrs. Shaw. Thank you. 
Well, how, how'd you like the show? Oh, you were fine, Mr. Butler. But George was wonderful. Where is he? <laughs> oh, there he is. Say, isn't he the smartest thing? You say hello to the lady, George. He seems to think you're quite a fella. <laughs> I think he likes me, Mr. Butler. Yeah, I know he does, Miss Annie. I wish I could see him again sometime. I suppose you're going on to another town now. Yeah, I'm afraid so. But I'll... Uh, I'll tell you what we could do. George could write to you once in a while. Hey, George? <laughs> It'd be real nice to hear from George once in a while. Would you... Would you answer him, Miss Annie? I'd be pleased to, Mr. Butler. Dear Miss Annie, Frank and I have just arrived in Augensburg, and the afternoon performance was a great success. But Frank don't seem very happy. I think he must be in love. Oh, by the way, do you have a picture like a tintype or something of yourself you could send? For me, of course. You don't have anything to do with Frank. Why don't you just think about this, and the next time you write me, enclose one of your favorite pictures. Dear George, I'm sorry I don't have any pictures of myself. I'm afraid that anyone who wants to see me will have to come back through Dark County again sometime. But I'd be real glad to see them. Sometimes it gets awfully lonesome out here in Dark County, and a friendly face can seem to be the most pleasant sight in the world. Dear Miss Annie, I thought I'd better write you this myself. George thinks you ought to join our act. He says you're a better marksman than me anyhow. And besides that, you're the finest person he ever met in all his life. for me. It's for you. Oh, Frank, I can't do that. Go on out there, Annie. That's all yours from now on. Oh, but Frank... Stokely, what's the matter? You're holding up everything. Get on out there. Oh, sure. Sure, I'm going. Folks, uh, folks, um, I'm, I'm new in show business, you see, and all I know is what Frank Butler taught me. So, what do you say we get Frank out here to take this with me, huh? Come on, Frank. All right, folks, I, I appreciate it. You know why? Because this is my last night out here in front for the main act. You've been grand to me, and I've given you my best whenever I could. Well, here's my best now, folks. This little lady, my wife. Thanks, and good night. Thank <laughs> you.
called a minor sensation. By far the outstanding performer is a certain Annie Oakley, a young woman whose marksmanship is simply incredible. There is to be a command performance tomorrow for Her Majesty Queen Victoria. Finally, Miss Oakley will drive a spike into a pine board with six shots from a 38 caliber revolver from a distance of 20 paces. Are you ready, Miss Oakley? Ready. Fire! Uh, Miss Oakley? Yes? Her Majesty Queen Victoria would like to speak with you. Well, I, uh... Oh, thank you. Oh, Frank, you come with me. Oh, she wants to talk to you, Annie, not to me. But, Frank, I... I... If you'll follow me, please, Miss Oakley. Oh, uh, sure. See, I don't think I know how to curtsy. <laughs> it's not in the least necessary. Her Majesty is very informal, really. Oh? Your Majesty, Miss Annie Oakley. Why, you're hardly more than a child, are you? I'm 25, Your Majesty. I understand your troop is going on to Berlin from here. I guess likely, Your Majesty. Yes. You'll probably meet a grandson of mine there, Prince Wilhelm. He's Full of ideas about guns and shooting. He may even offer you a position of some sort. Don't take it. I I promise you I won't shoot that good, Your Majesty. You're a clever little girl, my dear. A very clever, clever little girl. <laughs> Bravo, bravo. Really astonishing, eh, gentlemen? It is, Your Highness. Thank you, Your Highness. Uh, Miss Oakley, there is one shot which you made that I found particularly interesting, where you shoot the ashes from the end of a cigarette held in the mouth of your assistant. I have heard that this is often done by a trick, such as a small wire concealed within the cigarette. Not when I do it, Your Highness. Huh? Would you be willing to try it if I were holding the cigarette? Your Highness, please. I, 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 I am not afraid, gentlemen. Why should you be? Well, Miss Oakley? Frank, what do you think? Well, you don't need to be any more nervous with me, Miss Oakley, than with this fellow who held the cigarette before. Reckon I couldn't be. This fellow's my husband. Take your stand, Your Highness. I'll try it. A cigarette, please, gentlemen. Oh, Your Highness, I really, I must protest. Merely a test of nerves, my dear Field Marshal. Mine against hers. I'll wager a thousand marks. 
She misses her first shot. Ready, Your Highness? Quite. Fire! Your Highness, Your Highness. It's nothing. I merely a few sparks from the cigarette. Would you care to try again, Your Highness? Uh, Thank you, no. But uh, I will promise you this, Miss Oakley. If ever I am emperor, and if ever you need employment, you will be well paid in the service of the Imperial Germany. Thanks, Your Highness. But I got a pretty good job right now. Madison Square Garden. Final gala performance of the season. Annie Oakley, back from her triumphs before the crowned heads of Europe. After this final performance, Miss Oakley and her husband, Frank Butler, will leave for an extended vacation in the Carolinas. Yes, Annie? You know, the hunting season will still be on in Carolina. Yeah, there's some of the best hunting in the world down here, too. Frank, maybe we ought to get a little place in this part of the country somewhere. Somewhere that's like Dark County, Ohio used to be. You know, Frank, I've missed the outdoors so much all these years. Yeah, I know you have, Annie. Here comes the conductor. Ask him when we get there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chief, what time do we get in? Uh, well, we're due to pass number 22 on the siding in about uh, 10 minutes. If we don't have to wait, we should be in about 9 o'clock. But number 22 has not stopped at the siding. She's missed the signal and she's speeding up the track at 65 miles an hour, rushing head on towards the special only three miles away. funny, though, shooting without an audience. Will you miss it, Annie? Oh, little I suppose. No more than you have, Frank. Now, what's that mean? You know what it means. All these years when I took the vows and you stood on the sidelines, you know how I feel. I know, Annie. I know. Say, Frank, doesn't it seem to you this train is going awful fast? Just trying to make up time, I guess. I suppose it's something... Pretty bad accident, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was real bad from what they say. Come over here, Frank. Sit here beside me. That's it. Now, sort of slip your arm around me. So I can sit up a little and get a look at myself in that mirror. Annie, don't, don't you think it would be better help, if you... Help me, Frank. Would you hand me that comb, Doctor? Doctor. Sooner or later, Mr. Butler. Sooner or later what? Loose me up a little now. Yeah. That's better. Now I can see. Frank. Frank. Oh, it's nothing, honey. Your hair just turned white, that's all. That's happened to lots of people. You were in a terrible accident. Frank. I'm old. I'm old. Oh, no, you're not, honey. Listen, you and I are going down to that little place in South Carolina. Maybe the color will come back again. We'll leave just as soon as you get well. Frank. I wasn't going to let you know just yet. But they told me this morning, I'll never shoot again. I'll never walk again. Is that true, Doctor? I'm afraid it is, Mr. Butler. Annie, you know I never lied to you in my life. And I know it's not true. boardwalk of a New Jersey seaside resort, the year 1903. Frank Butler is pushing his wife along the boardwalk in a wheelchair. Want to walk a little more now, Annie? No, not just yet. But I do feel stronger today. Much stronger. Oh, Frank, look over there. Yeah, real old-time shooting gallery. Frank, wheel me over there. No, Annie. Oh, please, please, I... I just want to watch. Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. Head shot this quarter. Finest guns on the boardwalk. Step right up. Hey, you want to try your hand there, mister? No, thanks. Just looking. I, uh, I do. What? Certainly, ma'am. Step right up. Help me, Frank. Oh, honey, you shouldn't. Frank, you... I've got to. That's right, ma'am. Never too old to learn, you know. <laughs> now, here's your gun. All Thanks. cocked and loaded. Now, she's an automatic. You just pull that trigger there, see, for each shot. Start that swinging bell target for me, will you? If uh, if I was you, ma'am, I'd try one of those stationary targets. You'll find them a lot easier. You just start that thing, like I say. Yeah, just as you say, ma'am. There she goes. Say, hey, that was quite a shot, huh? <laughs> now, if you hold your gun just a little... Annie... Well, I'll be... Why, ma'am, you're a regular Annie Oakley, ain't you? Why, yes. Yeah. I guess I am.
The Cavalcade of America thanks Agnes Moorhead and the Cavalcade players for their performance of the story of a gallant American woman, Annie Oakley, who became part of the American folklore. So legendary were her exploits that in token of her marksmanship, it became a habit to call complimentary tickets punched with holes Annie Oakley's. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.